everyone. Welcome to my podcast show, Let's Talk It Out, where we talk about faith, love, family, careers, and celebs. Today, we have a very beautiful and talented singer, Monique Hasbury. She was recently on Netflix, La Firma, and now she came out with a new song, Name Delito, in collaboration with Stefano. Welcome to the show, Monique. It's such an honor to have you here. Hi, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure being here. Um, I just want to thank you for having me and sharing my story. You're so welcome. Such an honor to have you. So let's get personal and let's begin. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your nationality and background. Yeah, so I was actually born in the United States, um, but my mom, she was raised in El Salvador, but she's Palestinian and my dad is Mexican. So I have lots of uh, random cultures in my household. Like I feel Mexican, I feel Palestinian, I feel Salvadorian. So it's just like a crazy mix in my house. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I'm also Salvadorian. My parents are from El Salvador. So I'm sure. Oh, wow. I love that. From what part of El Salvador? Um, one is from, my mom is from Cojutepeque and my dad is from San Miguel. I love it. My mom's from Santana. So Santana. there we are. Yes. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Yes. So tell us about um, your career, how you began and what what brought you to singing? Yes. So I actually come from a musical family. So my mom played classical Spanish guitar and she played growing up in church and in school and she taught my older brother and then he taught me. So growing up, I played at my family's restaurant. We have an Italian restaurant, even though we're not Italian, which is so funny. And then um, so every Friday and Saturday, I would sing there for free, of course. And then I would also like donate my time um, to like charity events, shelters, and then I would sing at church as well. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Um, are you Christian? Yes. Yes. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I also grew up in church. Um, I'm actually Catholic, so uh, there's been a lot of people in my family who love singing as well, but I, I don't sing. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's a, a way to kind of start in, you know, singing and with the whole career. Um, so tell us, what does it mean uh, to you to be a Latin woman in the music industry? It means a lot. I mean, our culture is so rich. Um, and it's so diverse. I mean, being Latin, you can be Mexican, Colombian, like Argentinian, like it's so wide. And I just feel like it's such an honor to be able to represent my Latin culture in the United States. Um, Spanish was my first language, but because I live in the United States, I speak more English. Um, and so just like bringing my culture and my language and my heritage to people in the United States just means so much. Yes. Would you say like you're more like in a Spanglish kind of like language? Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Like everything is Spanglish in my house. Like someone will like start yelling in Spanish and then finish in English. And it's just, you know, like Latin households are crazy. I'm sure you you yeah. are well aware. Yeah. Yes, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Um, so what has been your favorite thing about being a singer? Hmm, that's a great question. I mean, I love so much about it. I think just connecting with people and connecting with my own emotions 
and having people connect with their emotions through songs, through lyrics. Um, that's my favorite part is like, you know, when you're when you're feeling sad and you have that song that like really encapsulates like what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And it just like there's no better feeling than like singing a song about what you're feeling. And it just helps you, you know, like just kind of get your mind off things right exactly yeah exactly yes so when when did you know that you wanted to be a singer actually I don't know why but ever since I could remember I I always knew I was like this is what I'm gonna do like this is my dream like I think like four years old is like the earliest I can remember and I thought like being a singer was like the only thing that I could ever do I mean, I like, don't get me wrong. Like I love school. I love business. Like I love so many other things, but like, I was just like, this is it for me. And ever since then, I always knew that I would do this. And so, you know, going through school my whole life, I was like, okay, so when am I going to be a singer? Like I always dreamed of, you know, mm-hmm. it was so funny. Cause like I'd be in high school and then I went to college and I graduated college early, like at 20 years old. And at 20, I was like, well, I feel too old to like start making music, you know, like Billie Eilish was like already getting Grammys and she was like 17. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm 20 and I don't have anything like I don't have a song. I don't have, you know, so I just felt like, mm, should I pursue music? Should I not? But I was like, I will never forgive myself if I don't at least try, you know, at least like I can die happy knowing that I tried and that I followed my dreams so right right and it's never too late I mean 20 is still young (laughs) for sure I know I know I look back now and I'm like okay I'm so dumb for thinking that because like 20 is super young (laughs) yeah 20 is young um I'm 30 and I'm still starting my career with my podcast so um yeah I have a long long way to go for sure um who who has been your inspiration or mentor when you became a singer Definitely my mom, hands down. So like I said, she's the one who like brought music into my family. And I call her my momager. She literally um, helps me with everything from like uh, finding videographers to helping me with my hair and my makeup. And she'll tell me like if I'm singing, she'll be like, okay, you're kind of pitchy or like do that again or like you need more air. Like she's such a stage mom. So without her, honestly, I don't know where I would be. I'd be probably nowhere. So I owe her everything. Like she is my biggest inspiration and my biggest support system for sure. Wow, that's amazing. It's definitely a Latina mom thing because oh yeah, always have to have mom there. Tell exactly. That. That's awesome. <laughs> so what have you found to be a challenge as a singer? Um, there's a lot of challenging things. I think not having like a direct path like you know when you go to school and you want to be a doctor like you know you like apply you get in you go through school you graduate and then boom you get a job mm-hmm. whereas like being a singer like trying to be like a global artist it's like okay there's no like one straight path so it's like okay do I upload TikTok videos do I go out and do shows do I what do I do and you just got to do everything so I'm like constantly posting on Instagram and on TikTok and like doing shows and going live and I'm just like trying everything and anything to see like what sticks and like what gets me out there. Um, and I think that's, it's just hard, like a lack of direction. Um, and I think also like being a woman, 
in general, just like in life and on earth is like a bit difficult. You know, having people take you seriously and having, uh, like, men in the industry respect you and not think that, like, oh, I'm just, like, a sexual object or anything. We're just, like, no, like, I'm I'm here. I'm serious. I mean business. Like, this is my career. This is my my livelihood. Like, you can't mess with me. You got to, like, respect me as a person, as an artist, as a female in the industry. Right. Exactly. I think that's so important where you're saying, like, a lot of women, I feel nowadays, are like coming out. And back then, we didn't have that, I guess, advantage of, you know, just having that self respect, like you're saying. And now, I guess, you know, us women and Latinas are really coming out, which is an awesome thing. Definitely. So, and, you know, like we're strong, we're proud, we have lots of like energy and character and like strong values. So, I think just showcasing that is really important. So I hope that I'm doing that and I hope to continue to do that. Yes, yes. And I'm sure you will, for sure, for sure. How do you emotionally prepare before a show or before going into an audience? Um, Emotionally, I think my favorite part is like getting ready. Like I love doing my makeup. Like I'm such a girly girl. And I get that from my mom too. You know, like we're big into like hair and makeup and fashion. So honestly, I just like blast music and I just like get ready and I just get in the mood and I just like do my makeup and I like feel cute and I like do my little dances and my little warm ups and you just get like pumped up, you know. Um, I think the most important part about performing is like being prepared. So if I'm not prepared or if I feel insecure, like, oh, my God, I didn't practice this enough, then I'm, I'll be like panicking. But I don't, you know, obviously I don't do that anymore. Like that's when I was younger. So now I'm like super prepared. I make sure I know what I'm doing, what I'm singing, where I'm going on stage. So before I go on stage, it's just like fun, relaxing, just like singing songs, enjoying and like letting loose. Right. And I'm sure that you have like a routine to prepare, like maybe like, um, who knows, maybe meditation or a workout or, you know, something that's going to, like, help you out before going out there, you know? Yeah, definitely. So I always, like, try to, like, have some quiet time and, like, some peaceful time. And, like, I'll try to eat. Because, you know, when you're about to sing, like, you don't really want to eat, like, a yeah. lot. So I'm like, okay, I need to, like, set some time for, like, quiet, peaceful. I'm going to eat and then I'm going to shower and then like get kind of crazy and like blast music and do my makeup and like dance. <laughs> so it is it is a full process. And, you know, it takes a lot to be on stage and like to be in front of people and to like put on a show and perform like being an artist and being a singer is one thing. But then like being a performer is a completely other thing. Different. Yes. And I'm sure you get nervous from now and there. Right. For sure. Definitely. And like I said, like I get a lot more nervous if I'm like insecure, if I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I can sing that perfectly. But when I'm prepared, I barely get nervous and I just get more excited than anything. Right. Because you have practice. When you practice a lot, you feel ready, confident. And when you don't, it's like, oh my God, like, you know, you get nervous. I'm yes. sure. So, okay. Tell us about your experience on the show La Firma. Oh my gosh, yes. So <laughs> La Firma was such a dream come true. It, there's so much to say. I don't even know where to begin, but I will guess I'll start at the beginning, obviously, where um, 
a casting producer emailed me over a year ago and she was like hey we found you on on social media we think you'd be amazing for this show mm -hmm. and I was like oh my god because I've auditioned for American Idol I've auditioned for La Voz and those shows are so hard to get on you know like amazing talented people like don't get picked and sometimes it's like political like they want like a like a certain type of person or a certain type of storyline so because at the end of the day it's a show yeah. right right so I was like okay they like me this is crazy so I go through the audition process and they tell me two days before I go out to Miami they're like you've been picked and I freak out <laughs> and so they're like pack your bags and I was like oh my god okay and they only picked 12 contestants out of the whole world who do like Latin music and wow. I was like oh my god I like I was shocked it, I think there was like 7,000 applicants and they picked 12 Wow, And I like could not believe myself. I was like, this is insane. So I literally have two days to like pack my bags and I go to Miami and I don't know what to expect because it's a competition. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, are they going to be mean like the other contestants? Like, are they going to be like super competitive and like mean and like bullying? Like I was scared because I'm not that type of person. Like I'm not competitive. I love everyone. Like everyone needs to win, you know? So I was like nervous. Um, but every single contestant was so nice. We like all our best friends, like we talk every day, we're in a group chat and we all like fell in love with each other. It was like not a competition at all. It was like a, like, you know, like a friend vacation more than anything. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. I was so relieved. I was so scared that like people were going to be like mean. <laughs> oh. Um, but it was such a dream come true. Like we got to work with like the biggest producers in Latin music, the biggest songwriters, we got to perform and um, you can go watch it now. I was eliminated on the first round, which was so heartbreaking. It was like bittersweet. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. But um, it's funny because this show is like an urban Latin show, like Urbano and I'm not urban at all. So I also was shocked that I was picked for the show because I'm very like pop. And I do right. Spanglish music. And I also like incorporate a lot of like Middle Eastern sounds to my music. So I felt like the odd one out for sure. And right. it was like a struggle, honestly. Like I had like um, imposter syndrome. Like I was struggling. <laughs> I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I don't belong here. But then like, but then I would have moments of being like, well, I do belong here. Like I am good. Like I deserve this. So it was a, it was a struggle to be honest, but um. Just to be picked and just to be a part of the show and like to meet everyone and having worked with everyone was such a dream come true. And the show is amazing and you guys should go watch it. It's on Netflix. Yes, for sure. For sure. So I don't know if you can tell us, but who was one of your favorite judges, if you can say? <laughs> yes. OK, so they're all um, they're all so different. And it's so funny because um, they all have different things to say. I think Yandel, I think was my favorite one just because I think he was, he was more of like the veteran. Like he has been in the industry for so long. Right. So he had like such wise advice and such like, um, like such an eye for things where I feel like the other judges like Raul Alejandro, Nikki Nicole, they're amazing and they're super, super successful, but they, they're obviously like still in the beginning beginnings of their career where I feel like as Yandel has been doing this for like decades so hearing his like 
criticism and feedback and compliments was just like really valuable. And I really appreciated them. I'm sure. And what did you learn from the show? I'm sure you learned a lot of things, but what was one of the most memorable things that you learned? Oh my gosh, I learned so much. I think um, how to communicate my message through a song clearly, I think that's really important because like sometimes we have all these feelings and things we want to say, but to like effectively communicate what you're trying to say in a song where people understand and can and can connect with them. I learned how to do that in the studio, which was amazing. And then I think personally, I just like learned to like, to always be prepared. Like you never know what's going to happen. Like, you know, they told me two days before I was going to Miami and I was like, oh my God, like you got to just like always be prepared for the unexpected, which is so hard. Yeah. Which is so hard to, to do, you know, it's like impossible advice, but it's like, no, you got to be prepared like for everything. And I think lastly, to just like value who you are, like, like I said, like I had a lot of imposter syndrome because I felt different, right. but I think being different is such an asset. Like it's so valuable. And so maybe I didn't fit in what the show wanted. Like they wanted like an urban artist, but like being like pop and like Spanglish and like Middle Eastern, I think, um, is super valuable and it should be something that empowers you then like rather than makes you feel insecure. Right. And just having that, you know, at least saying that you've had that experience, I'm sure that that's amazing for you. I grew so much as as an artist and just like as a person as well. Yes, that's awesome. So is there anything about the show that, uh, let's say, what's, was a little bit negative or maybe you didn't like as much or if you can say? I mean, honestly, the entire time I was there, it was like a dream. Like everyone was so nice. Everything was amazing. I can't say anything negative. I guess like the only thing was like um, filming was hard because it was it's half a reality show, half like a singing competition show. So we would be filming till like three in the morning and then we would have to be up at like six the next day. So we'd be sleeping like two, three hours a night. So I think that would be like the only like negative thing that I'd have to say, which is a part of the business. And I'm super happy doing that because it's what I love. But it was hard, like having to perform and like be on your best and like look great on camera when you've slept like two hours is is a challenge for sure I'm sure it is I'm sure and I'm sure you made a lot of friends on there I see that you recently launched a song Delito with Stefano talk about it yes okay so Stefano he is from Peru he's Peruvian he is so cute we called him like the Latin lover on the show because because he has like like that swag you know He's got like that pretty boy look. And um, so a couple months ago, he reached out and was like, hey, like, I really want to do a song with you. I'm like, absolutely. Like, let's go. So we FaceTimed, you know, a couple times and we wrote the song together on on Zoom and on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I recorded my vocals here in my house and I emailed it to him and we just kind of like put the song together and it's I love the song. It's a little bit different than what I what my music sounds like because his music is more like chill, romantic vibe, you know, and mine's more like a bit more pop 
And, um, but I really enjoyed playing with this type of energy and this type of melody where it's like more chill, more romantic, more like sensual. And it's like a really beautiful, really romantic song that you just like vibe and chill to. So it's called Delito and it's out on all the streaming platforms. I absolutely love the song. I heard it today, this morning. I'm like, oh my God, it's so amazing. I love it. Oh my God, thank you. So, okay. Um, tell me a little bit about um, your background, like, you know, why why you decided to um, do this career or, or, or what's a place that you've always wanted to perform at? Um, so I, I also like, I love traveling and I think nothing would make me happier than to like travel the world singing my music and like doing my songs. Um, and so honestly, like, I I don't want to like sound greedy or like crazy, but like, I would want to sing like all over the world. Like I, I would want to sing like in Europe and the Middle East and Asia and Africa. Like I just want to go everywhere and um and just sing and like learn about other cultures and that's why like I loved having like Stefano on the song because like I never thought that I would have like a Peruvian like South American artist right and songs I'm collabing with this artist from Dubai and he's gonna sing in Arabic so I just really want to like encapsulate like like all of my cultures into my music and just have like Arab, Middle Eastern, or like that's the same thing. Okay. Like Middle Eastern, like Spanish, English, you know. Um, so I just really want to like, sing all over the world, to be honest. <laughs> and be that diverse, I'm sure, right? Yes, exactly. Awesome. That's awesome. So what is one of your favorite music videos or funnest music videos you've done? Um, I think my favorite one is the song is called Al Nivel, and the music video we filmed in the sand dunes in um, in California. It's like Southern California. It's in between. It's like literally it's like Mexico, Arizona, California. It's like right in between all three. And um, my mom and I, we drove out there and we met our camera guy because he's from California. So we kind of just like met at the sand dunes. And it was during the pandemic, like during lockdown. So I was like so excited to like leave my house and like do something. <laughs> so I was like, okay, perfect. Like I'm gonna go dance on the sand dunes. So I actually had to learn how to belly dance in like ten classes. We have like, wow. um, I know, I've always like loved belly dance and like I kind of like messed around with it, but I never like was professionally taught. Mm-hmm. And one of our family friends is a professional belly dancer, so she gave me like private classes during the pandemic as well. Like we were wearing like masks and we were like super far apart, and she's like telling me like how to move my hips. Oh my god, that was a challenge, I'm sure. Oh my god, yeah, I like couldn't breathe through the masks, but I was like, whatever, like I gotta do what I gotta do. Like you know, I was I had to stay busy during lockdown, so I think that was just like my favorite um, music video because it was so out of my comfort zone, like just like driving three hours to California and then like walking up the sand dunes were so it was such a hard thing to do like it looks like because sand is so hard to walk in especially like going uphill and like we're carrying like speakers camera equipment like uh really yeah it was like insane and then once I'm up there and like I'm dancing in the sun all day I was like exhausted was it hot 
So we filmed it in like November-ish, so it, it wasn't hot at all, which is nice. But yeah, if not, I would have probably died. But <laughs> no, but it was like perfect weather because the sun was like beating down on us. So it was like not hot, not cold. And I, I just like I love that music video. Like it looks like I'm like in Egypt or something, you know, it's just like funny because like I'm in California, but it literally looks like the Middle East. Yeah, I actually saw it and I thought you were like out of the country. I was like, oh, right. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was in California. So oh, that's, that's my favorite video. Awesome. Awesome. So what is one of your songs that has gone viral? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for bringing that up. I like I forget every day. <laughs> um, It's called Latin Mona Lisa. And it got, like, so many views on TikTok. Like, other creators were using it. So I think in total, it's, like, over 6 million views of other creators using my song, which is so insane. It's such a dream come true. Like, that's, like, an artist's, like, dream, you know, to, like, go viral on TikTok to have a song do really well on TikTok. Because that's what's, you know, it right now. And so... um Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I love that song. I've heard it, like... I think I'm here like every day. No way. Oh my God. Thank you. That means it's so really, much. it's really like big a whole soul, you know? So, right. Oh yeah. my God. Thanks. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. The beat, the beat's like really um, catchy and the, the, the lyrics are just like so funny. Like I don't, every time I hear the song, I just like laugh. I'm like, what am I saying? Like, that's so funny. Like <laughs> it just like a funny, catchy, like feel good, fun song. Like it's not a serious song. But yeah. It's so funny. what what made you like put the title? Like, was it your idea? Um, so I, it was actually in collaboration with um, one of my producers from L.A. And he was like, you need like a you need like a club hit. And I was like, OK, like, what do you have in mind? He's like, you need something catchy and like fun and fresh. And I was like, all right. All right. Like, I agree. Like, um, <laughs> send me some ideas. So he was sending me some ideas and we just started working on it together. And he came up with that like he were, he came up with like latin something and then i was like well we should say like mona lisa because that's like iconic you know right and so we kind of just like came up with it together and i'm just super happy that we did because it's just like the funniest thing every time it's like stuck in my head sometimes like i'll just sing it i'm like oh my god i'm so yeah. weird but um but yeah i'm just super happy and i feel like that go viral on tiktok because it is like funky and and fun so it is. Yes, yes. It's such a catchy song, like you said. Oh Definitely. my God, thank you. Yes. Um, so are there any artists uh, or singers that you definitely look up to? Oh my God, there are so many. I would think um, I love Shakira um, for a couple of reasons. Like I've looked up to her multiple times throughout my career just because She's also half Middle Eastern, half Hispanic. Yeah. And I, I always like looking up to her being like, okay, how does she like mesh the two and like mix them and like, you know, not leave one out. And, and so looking up to her for that has been great because I don't really know of any other like Latin Middle Eastern artist that's like super well known. Right. Exactly. Yeah. She's definitely really, really well known. Definitely. yeah I know she's like the biggest and so I, I'm like obsessed with her and then also like she does like a lot of charity work 
Um, and I really admire that about her. And in my family, like, like we were talking about, like, I grew up Catholic as well. Like I went to Catholic school my whole life. And so like giving back and charity is such a big part of my life. So giving back through music is just something that I love doing and that I will always continue to do. Like, even if I'm not rich, like I can sing at a shelter for free, you know? Like, you don't have to give, like, money all the time. Like, you can give your time and your service. So, um, she, you know, she does a lot of, like, acts of charity. And so it's just, like, cool to see that as well. Uh, some other artists, like, I love Juanes. Like, he, ever since I was, like, a little girl, I was always listening to, like, La Camisa Negra. It's, like, yeah. my all-time favorite song. And then just recently, like, I really love Rosalia as well. Like, I think she's so iconic and she's, like, so, like, fresh like she's yes. so different and like just gives like a breath of fresh air to like the latin music scene um even though like she's like not like technically latin but she obviously sings in spanish right she's exactly. spanish yeah so um but just like seeing her creativity and like her visuals and her vocals it's like really inspiring to see Yes, yes, that's awesome. I love Rosalia too. So yeah, yeah, she's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So, would you ever consider? Um, you know, I don't know if you've heard of Farruko. Uh, recently, he had his conversion, and now he's doing like you know all these uh Christian songs. Would you ever consider doing like a Christian song? Of course, like I love Christian music, and even in church, like I would be in the choir. So like I love singing about like God and my faith. Um, so absolutely, like, there's no limits to my music. Like, I think praising God and like sharing, you know, and singing about faith and hope, I think is super important and something that more artists should do. And so I definitely see myself doing that in the future. Absolutely. Right, right. What do you think is needed? Uh, because I know there's, I mean, not to be judgy, judgy, but I know some Christian songs are not really catchy. And what do you think is needed to like, kind of like bring that out more? Like, you know, Farruko doing the song Nazareno and, you know, having kind of like that beat that catches. What do you think is needed to, you know, kind of grab attention? Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I think... um I think just like because like even just like in everyday pop music like you know people will sing about like sex and drugs and like all these other crazy things where it's just like you literally can just like swap out the lyrics for something about like God or religion or faith and it's like you're good like you don't have to change like a guitar part or like a beat you know like it's just like the message of the song so I feel like you can still create like a, a bop, like a like a hit, you know, with like that grooves and moves and like has dembo and still talk about like God and faith and, um, you know, like values as a human. So I think just like I think it's just as simple as just like the lyrics, like just change the lyrics and write like a beautiful message and you're set like you can still have a, a you know like a like a perreo type of like <laughs> right worship song like you can you know that you can There's do like wrong. yeah yeah oh so, yeah for sure i know I, yeah it, it's definitely doable and it's cool that farruko's doing that like it's 
it was funny because it was like unexpected, but it was like a pleasant surprise that I think we need more of for sure. Exactly. I never would have thought that, you know, you know, he was so into, I guess, all these uh, worldly stuff. And out of nowhere, he comes out and I'm just like, wow, that's awesome. Like the songs are actually pretty good. So, yeah, it, it was surprising for me. Um, so one last question. What is an advice that you would give to a young person or someone who is pursuing or considering being a singer? Yes, that's a great question. I think um, first and foremost, like you have to do it because like you love it. And um, so if you, if you like want to be a singer, like obviously, you know, you got to like practice and all that boring stuff that I won't say. Um, but I think also what's important is like to just keep going for it and keep doing it and like um when I was kind of like lost of like okay what do I do where do I go like I just like joined choir at my school and then I met like other singers and then like I auditioned for like a, a solo and I got the solo and it like gave me confidence and then um just like baby steps of like putting yourself out there like enlisting for like a like a showcase things that like make you uncomfortable because it is uncomfortable like when I first started like posting like covers on my social media, I didn't like it. Like I was very uncomfortable, but with time, like now I love it. Now it's super easy for me. And because I put myself out there, people saw me and people followed me and people liked me and people like watch and they come back. So I think the most important thing is like to put yourself out there no matter how uncomfortable it is. And like eventually like you'll get better and like you'll meet other people and you can like collaborate and like learn from others who are like ahead of you. Um, it is uncomfortable. It's a lot of work, but it's definitely worth it. What would you say to those who are just like, oh, you know, I want to give up because I, I just don't see myself going anywhere. Um, do, do you think like persistence is definitely something that they should consider? Oh, definitely. I think... Um, I think like the only successful people are the ones like who persist because like mm -hmm. um like I love hearing stories about like even like Oprah saying how like she was like fired from her anchor job because they said like she wasn't good and I'm just like that's insane like you told that to Oprah like you're crazy yeah and so like hearing stories like that are just so inspiring because it's like even when I got eliminated from the show like I mean obviously I won't lie like I was super sad I felt like oh my god like what's the point like why am why am I doing this but it's like no like it's okay to be sad it's okay to feel what you feel but just know like the bigger picture and like why you're doing it and you just like get back up and do it again and just know that like you're going to be told no a bunch of times. Like you're going to be told negative things so many times that you just have to like know that like what you have is like valuable and you may not be perfect or super amazing right now, but like I know probably like in a year or two years, like you're going to be so much better, at, you know? Right. So you just got to keep going and you learn so much from like failing and being told no or like being told criticism. So I wouldn't look at it as like a negative thing. Just look at it as like a learning as like a learning experience. experience. What is one phrase that I would say keeps you going or, or motivates you if you have any phrases? 
Um, I'm trying to think of like phrases. I I don't think that I have any like phrases, but like the story that I just kind of mentioned about like Oprah being told no, like those like inspirational stories are like what keep me going or like how we were talking about Rosalia like she was actually like on a singing show in Spain when she was younger and they told her like she had no charisma and like she kept singing off key and like that she wasn't good and they eliminated her and then like 10 years later she's like the biggest like Spanish artist right and and so yeah so just like videos like that or like stories like that that's what keeps me like super motivated of like look like they told her she wasn't good and and like maybe she was a little pitchy like maybe she her her like character wasn't super developed but like it takes time like no one's gonna be perfect after one day you know right exactly exactly and I'm sure that you have a lot of support too from like obviously like first and foremost your family your mom yeah and your fans as well definitely yeah without them like I you know I don't know what I'd be doing but they support me so much and I could I couldn't be more grateful. That's awesome. That's awesome. So any last things that you would like to share before we end? Um, I just want to say thank you for having me and for sharing my story. It means a lot. And I guess like the message that I always like to share is like, don't be afraid to be different. And that like having your own story is like unique. And just don't be afraid to share it. Because I think it's really powerful to share your story. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. And, um, do you have any social medias that people can follow you at? Yes. So on Instagram, I am Monique underscore has with an H H A S B U N. And then on Spotify and YouTube, it's Monique has and where else? TikTok Monique has Um, Yeah. It's just, it's just my name. <laughs> we talk and Instagram. Oh, yes. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you so much again for being on my show. I really, really appreciate you being here. I hope to have you again on my show and hopefully we can have it in person. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Oh my God. Thank you so much for your time. And seriously, I really appreciate you considering me and having me on here. It means a lot. Thank you. You're so welcome. It was such an honor. Thank you all for listening and tuning in tonight to Let's Talk It Out. This is your host, Ileana Urquia.